right, so welcome back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, where BYU defeats Utah State by a final score of 28-10 to 10 tonight. Greg Grubel, Mark Lyons visiting with the head coach, the Cougars, Kalani Satake, whose rookie season as a BYU head coach ends with an 8-4 and four regular season mark. Still some more football to play, but Kalani, congratulations on getting to 8-4 and four by finishing off winning 7-8 of eight to end the year. Yeah, great, great season, and... Um you know, I think I think my job was pretty easy. Uh, I had great coaches and done a great job game planning and, and setting up the scheme and the technique that we were asked our players to do. And uh, the players all bought in, and they've they've given us that same effort every week and um, every day at practice. We get them. It's, it's been uh, as a head coach, it's been ideal to have those guys work so hard and give everything they got and just buy in. It's been it's been awesome. So I think the I get too much credit, but the coaching staff, the players, they they, they, they made it work, and to have a fan base that, that we have and the support that we have has, has been unbelievable. So really, really enjoyed the season. You know, the game gets played. People say, if before the year, looking at the schedule, we said you'd finish 8-4, and four, would you take it? But that would not begin to describe the way this thing ended up at 8-4. and four. So many twists and turns and ups and downs and having to bounce back and keep the guys focused after a 1-3 and three start. Either way, uh, I think this is really hard-earned 8-4. and four this year yeah definitely and you look at the the four games that we lost and and uh the amount of points that we lost i mean is eight points eight that, total uh, wow. yeah so uh, uh it's a lot of things we can build off of but there's a lot of things that we can improve on i, I can honestly say that uh, this team has gotten better in so many different ways every week and uh, the key has been the, the just the tightness and the, the close-knit group that this this uh these young men have just with each other and with their coaches and with the fans and so it's it's uh it's been it's been so much fun and uh, now we got a bowl game we have some some practices to develop our younger guys with and and uh, obviously we we want to go to the bowl game we want to get a win there so we know where we're going it's it's nice to be in san diego it's gonna be nice weather and, and we have a great fan base down there and a lot of fans that are willing to travel so uh it's one more opportunity to play together and one more opportunity to, to entertain our fans Kalani, uh, I'm going to go ask you a little bit of a personal question. Uh, I know you talked with Lavelle Edwards uh, to start the season and got some clues on what you wanted to do. One of the things that Lavelle was always so good at is he met with the coaches and then coaches did the coaching. Mm-hmm. So is that one of the concepts that you think you're trying to follow? Well, I mean, I think that uh, I don't want the coaches to ever feel like they have to look over their shoulders and that they wonder uh, if they're doing exactly what I'm asking um, because the point is I trust them and um, we're on the same page and so the communication that I have with them, uh, it's always it's an open communication where we know exactly what the other is doing and and they know my expectations and i and i trust them you know so uh but to have a great coaching staff i mean i i'm really close to these guys and you're talking about the coordinators uh and and it filters down um my relationship with ty detmer and eli satuyaki and ed lamb is really a close one and so this team is built uh with a lot of the philosophies that they have and the concepts that they understand the game of football and so um when they when we're able to put all, all that together and they have a great coaching staff that that uh, you know the, the the other assistant coaches fill in and and they um, they do an amazing job with the position groups and an amazing job with the team. I mean, it's it's not just the position coach that that knows their their own position. I mean, our running backs coach has a relationship with our D linemen, you know, and, and our and our 
uh, our receivers coach knows our DBs, and so the um, just to have that connection, it's something that I learned from when I played here with Lavelle, and and um, I just want the coaches to feel comfortable, and I want the players to feel comfortable, and I think that if everybody trusts everyone, and and uh, we are working for the same goal, and and we do it with humility, um, you know, we can accomplish a lot, and then it helps you fight through adversity when when everyone's focused on the team goals more than anything, and. We hit some adversity earlier in the year, and, and the guys stuck with it, and they believed in what we were doing, believed in each other, and the leaders led, and, and uh, here's the result. You know, eight and four, obviously, there's some things that we would like to fix, and uh, we have a few weeks to get ready to make sure that we're ready to go um, for that, that bowl game. You know, during the game and after the game, I'm pretty active on my Twitter account. I try and multitask up here, and I'm sharing stats and facts and whatnot. And so during the post game, I was just going to tweet out a little picture of uh, of Kalani and Mark and say Kalani's on the air right now. And Kalani's so nice, he was actually ready to pose for me while I was, and I, and I, and I took it too quickly. So now I'm actually going to let Kalani and Mark pose for me here and get this one out to the world. So there we go. That works perfectly. So I'll get that one out. It'll be a better picture. Uh, BYU finishes 8 and 4 with a 28 10 win over Utah State. Now, Kalani, this is kind of a, a funny obscure little stat mm-hmm. but in each of BYU's last 17 wins over FBS opponents they've had to come from behind to win the game at some point they've trailed during the game 17 straight times there's been a comeback involved whether it's just three nothing or something larger you're from behind having to to, to to win the game and it happened again tonight Aggie score first you come back get on track something about this team I think resiliency is, is a pretty good characteristic to, to, to hang a hat on isn't it oh yeah and then that's something that has been here for a while you know the, you look at the type of uh, individuals we get in this program at the school and definitely on our team uh, the makeup is the guys that just are resilient. They, they they know how to stick with it, and they know what the, how to stick with the plan. And believe in each other. I think I think having a good number of players that have served missions, and then be able to um, you know when when they've been through some tough times. So playing a football game is really nothing, you know. And so when you have those, that culture that is set by those return missionaries, and you have guys that buy into it, like guys like Jamal Williams, that just um, you know in the locker room is it was a. Just beautiful what he said to the team, and um, I just I feel really encouraged hearing him speak like that. And only having uh, spend a year being able to spend a year with him, uh, I feel really good about the future and feel really good about the program because the seniors have all just bought in, and I, I just I, I'm so thankful that they're that they've bought into what we've asked them to do and bought into us as people and and first before the even coaches and uh, really feel connected to them and love every one of those seniors. Can you give us a sense of what was shared with the team at all? Or? Yeah, well, it was about the, um, you know, mainly I mean, we were excited about the seniors and and giving them that win but they were focused about um, about Reno and and, um, and and his daughter and, and the hardships that they're going through and uh, presented the game ball to, to Reno and mm. it's just... Um, you know the seniors all were were excited to do that, and that's that's the type of guys that that, that I, I get to be around with uh, the seniors and the, this team. That uh, even when it's their night, all they can think about is others. And um, you know, seeing them reach out to the community and help um, a lot of people that are struggling, and then for them to just have that charity in mind and, and service in mind, it's it's a it's, it makes this job so sweet and. Uh, that that stuff happens here at BYU and it happens with what we do and, and I, I'm just honored to be the head coach. 
Well, you're going to lose a lot of good seniors, and you brought up Jamal, and I think he's one of those special guys that uh, has been a good leader. And in his comments tonight when he was on the podium, he mentioned that, man, I I thought I was the one trying to pull everybody along, get everybody encouraged about playing your best, and we have to win all these games. And now other guys are telling me, you know, and so he said it's spreading and uh, all of that good stuff that uh, Jamal brings to it. He's such a charismatic guy and people buy into what he does. Uh, It's going to be tough to have Jamal gone. Yeah. The the one thing that I can say the seniors did is that they taught the younger guys uh, how to do it. And um, so he he mentioned, you know, you mentioned that he was talking about the underclassmen Mm -hmm. getting him to come along. I mean, that's that's something that um, our our, our team have all bought into. But the leaders and the seniors are the ones that make that, you know, make that happen and built that culture and built that environment and so that's uh something that they they should be proud of and something that they actually established here and, and our, our young guys have all bought into it kalani sataki is our guest here on the cougar postgame coaches show we'll take a break and we'll have a concluding segment with the coach as we return to lavelle Edwards stadium final attendance tonight uh, 53,603 it was cool it was windy a lot of fans in the stands to bid the seniors a fond farewell and see byu get to eight and four to end the regular season bowl game next we'll talk with coach for a final time here in the booth after this on the new skin cougar img sports network byu 28 utah state 10 our final score Taysom hill didn't go all the way tonight because he left the game injured uh, with what C- Coach Kalani, you called a hyperextension to the what we know right now, left arm. Yeah, and Elbow. and, and um, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of giving the report of what we what we were told, and so we have the MRI still. There may be some issues with the ligaments or whatever, but um, that's something that you can't really see on the X-ray. But there there wasn't a break, um, you know, from what what we what we were told, and so. Uh, we're hopeful, but we'll have to see what happens on the MRI. But that's, that's it's amazing that in 2012, 2014, 2016, it's the Utah State game that yeah. sends uh, Taysom to the sideline with with what appears to be a pretty serious injury. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, it, it looked bad on, at the on time. The replay, yeah. yeah, so I, I don't know what. Um, yeah, is that that's a it's a freak type of deal, you know. So um, well, all of them. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, yeah. And he's and he's an aggressive player. So I, that on that play, I I don't know what happened on the other two when he was injured before, but on that one he was aggressive, and then I just he's fun to watch when he gets like that, you know. But um, <laughs> there's some risk, and and obviously, you know. Uh, he can be proud of that. He, he he did what he wanted. I mean, that's we'll see how what happens and yeah. where it goes from here. But um, you know, he, he played his heart out. I want to get to a couple look ahead things here, but I wanted to quickly note uh, Logan Taele, a guy that I think comes as a walk on right to BYU. Uh, this was his senior night. Uh, again, the stat line people might say I don't know. See what you see, you see. You see two solo tackles, two assists. You see a sack. You see a fumble force. You see two pass breakups. He was all over the place tonight. I like the way he played. Yeah, and, and, and he was an athletic kid, you know, um, and then just gained weight and became a D lineman. So, um, you know, I, I thought uh, I, I heard he was a walk-on and everything, and then uh, I never thought that when we first got here. Um, but he's bought into our techniques that we're working with with the D line, and he's just he's flourished. You know, I, I wish wish I had him again. But um, he's done a great job leading that group too, and 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 he's put on film that if you just do the technique right, uh, it's really hard to stop you. As, as you know, being a big, strong guy at D tackle. Speaking fun to watch, uh, Harry Longy 
was having some fun when he went in there at running back. Now, he got to rush a lot on the rush end and uh, put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, but uh, nobody sees that stuff. What they see is him <laughs> packing the ball up. The yeah, well, and he, he was disruptive in the pass rush. That that uh, I don't know what it looked like for the stats with him, but I think he had more of an impact yeah. uh, on the on the pass rush than anything else. And, and then at the end of the game, we need him to run the ball, and we needed a big bruiser towards the end, and, and he filled in perfectly. Yeah, I did. called them a small, medium, and large with uh, KJ and uh, Squally well, and then Harvey going in consecutive <laughs> series and uh, kind of doing it in different ways. So uh, whether it's Taysom or other guys, some time to rest up and hopefully get well. We'll see what Taysom Hill's prognosis is for the Poinsettia Bowl, but uh, that is the next thing up for you. Uh, how do you plan to work your guys here uh, in the next couple weeks? Well, we're going to give them a week off. Uh, we'll meet as a team on Monday and go over our player of the games and our, our champions and things like that and, and our goals. And then um, we'll let them focus on, on uh, the schoolwork and finals coming up and everything and then get right back to work and get to practice and, and um, utilizing a lot of that time uh, in the weight room. And so that's something that we'll hit um, you know, we'll try. We'll try to lift, and, and our guys know the importance of lifting and and keeping their strength up. We had guys that actually got stronger in the weight room during the season, which is really unheard of. And so, our, our strength coach has done a great job. Newt Tafisi and his staff done a great job with that, with our players, and, and uh, it's shown on the field. I'm glad you mentioned his name because I wanted to bring him up. And anyone else that you think in that department needs some credit right now? Yeah, those guys. I mean, that that whole crew. You you see them on the sidelines. They're always wearing shorts, and so <laughs> uh, they're they're doing that so that the refs can locate them their jobs is to keep the sideline under control and make sure everybody gets back and and that no one talks to the refs you know other than me i'll do enough complaining for everyone but uh, they've done an amazing job in the weight room and our players have bought in and and uh i think it's shown a lot in in how we've uh, finished being able to finish games with the I'm, game with sorry mark with the game on december 21st when do you want to get some practices in yeah so we'll i mean after the first week off they'll 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 rest and then get their academics going then we'll, we'll go right to it and we'll start with the weight room and then we'll um schedule our practices i'll, I'll have to iron that out with ed and with uh, ty and e and, and we'll also need to get some recruiting done in the next little bit as a staff too so uh, we have to balance a bunch of things but uh this, you know luckily we we have guys on our on our staff that have been through bowl games and and obviously BYU's been through a lot of bowl games in the last 12 years, and so we're excited about that streak, and uh, we're going to utilize as much time as we can to get the young guys as much practice, but we want to make sure we heal and and uh, that we keep weight work, uh, working in the weight room. You do kind of get uh, – do you have 16 practices? Is it that many? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Um, well, I, I don't know the exact number, but I, I know that some people try to get as many as 15 in there, and mm-hmm. uh, it all depends on how do you utilize the time. And, and um, I don't believe in just completely killing them, but um, I believe I believe in making – you know, we're at the end of the season, so this is different than spring ball and yeah. different than camp. So uh, no. practicing smart is important, but the weight room is something that you can hit 100% no matter what. I know a lot of coaches, of course, You've been to a lot of bowl games in those situations, too. So they they kind of keep a track and a pretty much a kind of a, a schedule of what they want to do each year. This was good for us this year on this bowl game. Oh, this isn't so good for us. And so kind of create a, a planned opportunity for each year that you go to the bowl. Yeah, we had a good plan. I thought, I thought we put together a, a unique schedule this year. And, um, you know, during during the during the fall camp and during the season and now during the bowl game, we'll, we'll do some things that are a little 
little different than what other teams aren't doing, but uh, I'm not really concerned about what other teams are doing. I'm concerned about getting our young guys developed and making sure that they become better players and utilizing these extra practice times for them, and then also making sure our team is clean and, and, and functioning well with the guys that we have going into this bowl game, and, and a lot of that has to do with scouting our opponents and making sure that we get this win. Any final words for your uh, fan base out there, for Cougar Nation? Oh, I love the fans, and, and I got to hug a bunch of fans tonight, and so <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more and, and, and looking forward to seeing everybody, and, and uh, bless you, by the way, someone sneezing yeah. in the back here, but um, just just uh, excited about seeing more fans in, in, in the bowl game, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, being able to travel different places and see our fan base uh, all over the country has been really nice, and I'm looking forward to being in Southern California and San Diego area, and uh, we're going to do some fun stuff with, with the fans and, and uh, be able to reach out and be available for the fans to see our players and our coaches. I was buying tickets, Kalani, and uh, I was pl- planning on being... I got there, I thought, early enough. I thought we were going to be pretty decent. We're at the end of the end zone. So there's a lot of tickets that are already sold. That's what I'm saying. There's going to be a crowd there. Oh, it's going to be a big, a big, big party, and we're going to have a lot of fun. And so, regardless of where the seats are, we're trying to make sure that you guys can see some big time plays on the field being made. And uh, I, I really, really thankful for the fans, and then I love them. And uh, I promise you that they make a difference for us and our team. You can just feel it when we're on the field. You can feel the, the support that we have, and and. Uh, it's 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 there's nothing else like it and I'm I'm excited to be the head coach for this team. Well, we're going to have a quick post-game conversation, I'm sure, uh, after the game in San Diego. You'll be in the locker room area, something like that. This is our last booth conversation of the year. And, man, this thing has flown by. Uh, what, what, a, what a fun ride it's been with you here in season number one. I still remember being in an event the shave ice truck and it's 100 degrees outside and you were speaking to the boosters in your shorts and flip-flops the season hadn't begun yet and here we are 12 games later and we're, we're having our final booth conversation of the year but man what a, what a treat it's been for mark and me uh, to be able to visit with you during our weekly show here at the stadium here in the booth when you come up and and talk football and and other things with you i know the fans have enjoyed it and it's just been a real pleasure for us to, to get to know you this way be around you and uh, and have you take us through this uh, this first season so uh, mark i think for the both of us we just say thanks yeah absolutely it's been great kalani and uh, appreciate your access man you're so good you, you know <laughs> i just wanted to comment on your post uh, uh game it's not all roses you were talking about you know this on that first drive we should have been able to hold them uh, we weren't clean on the offense so i just like how open you are and uh, you're able to uh, you know just tell it like it is to everybody and uh, so when you tell me you kind of like me. I feel like you mean it. <laughs> well, I, I love you, Mark. Okay. And I, I love you, Greg. And you guys done done a great job. I mean, you guys, uh, BYU and, and 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 Cougar Sports are in great hands with you guys calling it. And so it's been it's been an honor for me to be here. But you know, I, uh, I try to be as honest as I can because I think that uh, people can tell when you're not. So I'm not really good at lying. So I'll try to be be honest in, in my answers. And and I think the fans appreciate it. And, yeah, I, that's what yeah, I say. It's great. I expect them to be honest with me, and they are. I mean, it's not all positive out there. I mean, sometimes they give me their uh, their advice, and, and I listen because I think it's important for them to voice their opinions, and I think it's important for fans to feel like they, they have a, a say in what goes on in our program, and I hope they can respect our job as a head coach and our coaching staff and what we do as a team. I know they do because I feel it, but I want them to just know that they can live and, and, and breathe BYU football because we're, gonna, we're out there to make them happy. And my job, I said this before, my job as a head coach is to make sure everybody's cheering and uh, everybody's positive. So thank you very much, guys.
guys. Thanks for being with us again, and uh, and we will uh, talk again and uh, get ready for this bowl game in San Diego. Congratulations on tonight on the eight and four and moving on to the postseason. Thank you. Thank you. Go Cougs. All right, go yeah. Cougs. That's Kalani Satake. We'll come back and talk to Cougar Nation if you're still up out there. It's past one in the morning. We keep on going here. BYU football on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.